Now, we talked about the new clients, the new customers, but what about the existing clientele, the existing customers? Now, that's always tricky, I feel. I feel like you you don't want to ruin that, you know, business relationship. Is it more of like they'll understand? Is it grandfathered? Are we putting a couple of extra dollars, a couple extra hundreds? How are we going about this? So uh, we got Chris Doe and, and a friend and a friend talking about how to approach existing customers. So let's look into, into that. So raising your prices on existing customers is just a hard sell because the customer, the client is used to getting what they're getting for that price. And when you start saying, well, my prices went up because they just, they, they don't, all they hear is, what's the deal? I'm used to this. I want what I want. And every time a new client comes in, you must raise your prices. You, I mean, must raise your prices because every time you raise your price, you're going to have, I think, a value conversation. Position yourself as an expert not as a service provider. What's the biggest driver in price? There's two things, two things to drive price. What is it? So when there's a lot of supply and little demand, the price is gonna go down. So this is not even about magic or deception. It's just really about controlling supply and demand. So I love, I love that clip because one, understanding that supply and demand situation. And sometimes nine out of 10 times we're in, we're in markets that has high supply. High, like there's all these other uh, physical trainers. There's all these Mm -hmm. other consultants. There's all these other cameras. There's all the, like, so there has to be a, a unique way about you that stands out that creates the demand. Right. You have to truly do something that is super unique compared to everybody else in order to be like, yo, I'm raising my prices because of this. Now, when you go more into, hey, I'm, I'm raising my prices because I got new staff or I got a new building or I got uh, extra equipment and things like that, I promise you. The client doesn't care. Though they may understand it, they do not care. Because it doesn't... problem to me. Right. It doesn't change the results because you have this problem. Or you're trying to solve some of your overhead, some of your timing situations. Right? So, now, we have to think about it also of... Okay, but what do we do? Like, I'm increasing my pricing. I can't stay in this introductory price all the time. And so you can look at things like Netflix, right? Netflix is constantly uh, charging us more money. So, so kind of let's break that down. Netflix is raising their prices again. The basic plan is going from $8.99 to $9.99 a month. The standard plan will now run you $15.49 a month and the premium plan $19.99 a month. 
These new prices apply to new members as of now and will gradually take effect for existing subscribers. Does it really even matter? Analysts say no, Netflix customers don't really seem to care if their prices increase so long as they can still watch their shows. And that goes with the demand. Like, we're going to continue to pay the extra dollar, two dollars, but Netflix is smart. It's, I'm not going to charge you five, 10, 15, 18, 20, 50 more dollars just because they believe the demand is high. They're going to gradually add it up. Uh, what was it when it was uh, Warren Buffett talking about Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. The reason that he got super rich off of it because he added a cent or something, right? Like Crazy. Just, and you don't feel it. With existing clients, you don't want to mess up the experience. You don't want to, you don't want them to feel the, the price change. You don't want them to feel the experience being a little bit different, right? So for, for me, I'm always thinking about what more do I add to it to uh, justify the price increase? Or uh, how can I just make it a little bit more that it doesn't necessarily make them think, hmm, hold on, let me get back to you on that, right? Like, and, and once again, it's more on if you have a good product, service, content, whatever your your thing is, it's not a matter of, because with Netflix, it has great content. It's not a matter of the price. It is a matter of how comfortable you make the customer feel. And that it's not just for you. It's with them in best in mind as well. So are, are with this increase of price, am I, is my results being increased? Whether from a results of uh, motivation, whether it's a results of revenue, whether it's a results of education, whether it's a result of relief and, and less anxiety status is, is my results increasing with the increase of your prices. If not, uh, what are we talking about? What, what are we doing? I'm, I'm confused. So these are some of the things with the existing customers, existing clients that I feel that I think the Netflix model the Coca-Cola model is a good avenue to kind of look at, or even going back to what Brandon Carter, the first guy who uh, talking about, you know, the AP and the Apple watch going back to, Hey, what is my value stacking looking like if I'm increasing it? Right. For, for me, I care more about the people. So if I started you at this price, nine out of 10 times I'm grandfathering you like, yo, Thanks. But when I raise the prices, what I'm going to do is value stack the rest, the new clients. And so the other people are going to be like, hold on. Uh, okay, I'm at this price. I'm at the grandfathered price. But I don't. But I ain't getting, but I ain't getting this. <laughs> now you, now yeah. they're like, I, do I save the money or do I get the experience? Do I get so, some more value? Yeah. Right, right. Do I get that? Mm -hmm. So now you're giving your, your clients a, a choice. They, 
they don't feel offended that you kept them at that price that you promised with the same access that you promised them or the same, you know, level of service that you, you, you promised them. But they are clearly seeing, oh, snap, hold up. Like AT&T, I am Gucci on my plan forever in a day unless they make something like you get uh, overseas for super, super free and web browsing and, and then we give you a new phone. You don't even have to pay for it. If all that, mm. oh, absolutely. Increase me, <laughs> increase me now. Right, right. Right? Yeah. But if not, I'm gonna stay right here. So that's that's my process. That's my thought process when it comes to increasing that because it's like, I'm not trying to offend you because I don't know in, in the way the world is, this cancel culture, this I will get on Twitter, Instagram real quick to say something. I'm trying to make sure everybody is Gucci. Like, mm -hmm. that's all. Yeah, like, yeah. let's end. If we're going to end, let's end on a on a Gucci note, like a cool Thanks. note. I don't want no problems. We may we just may not be a great fit no more, but you're not going to be like, huh, you know what? They did. They raised the right, price right, and they right. didn't do anything different. Absolutely. Right. I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. Key key phrase to take note of here, folks, and literally just to go in teacher mode for a second. Make note of this because this is important. So, yes, sometimes it's valid to uh, raise your price. Thanks for taking notes on that, Nick. I got you. Um, shout out, shout out to those who are watching the video on this. But the 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 phrase is the frequency of your increase. All right, that's important because if you fast forward, and I kind of disagree with the analysts of, of what they said about Netflix, by the way, because they raised the price, but then they raised the price almost like two or three times in a very short time period, and it upset a lot of customers, myself included. I canceled my Netflix subscription because I'm like, nah, hold up a second. Yeah, if you increase once, cool, got you. Everyone's doing it. It's a dollar here, two dollars there. Like you said, it's it's under ten percent increase. That's okay, but if you continue to increase, the 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 frequency of increasing is happening. It's like every three four months. It's like hold on a second. All right. <laughs> what's the what's the logic behind increasing the price like five times faster than inflation? Like I get, cause I'm a, I'm a logic guy. So I know if you're increasing the price because of inflation, I get it. That's what the CEOs use to justify it, right? Hey, the cost of business is doing, is going up. Salaries are increasing this increase. So we have to pass the cost over. But if you're increasing far beyond that frequency, that makes me look at you like an unethical business person. Mm -hmm. Right? So I don't rock with that. So for me, I'm always like, no, 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 no. First of all, you're not going to speed yeah. past that. Like you didn't just say what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Nah. For me, it's like, and, and I'll be honest with you, at, like, if you can just be ethical in how you do business, you don't have to worry about overpricing, underpricing. I've never had, I, me personally, I've never had that problem. I, I think I told you the example of someone who we were in conversation on, uh, and this, this, how, this is a real life story. I kid you not. In conversation about entering a partnership, and this is a multi-million dollar business. And this person came to me and said, hey, listen, I thought about what you said. I want to take you up on a partnership offer. 
and I want to go 60-40 in your favor. Mm. Listen to this, 60-40 in your favor. I'm like, oh, shoot, you're that sweet. Great. Like 60, Where do I hey, sign? 60, Let's 60%. talk about it. Yeah. I turned it down. How, I turned well, it first down. First of all, you're not going to speed past that. Like, you didn't just say what you just said. <laughs> you know it's serious when you get Kevin Hart twice in less than right. a minute. <laughs> yeah. I turned it down. It's not ethical. It's like, yo, that's your business. You built this. Mm. You are an active operator of this business. I'm giving you my expertise to help better operate and scale. I'm not going to take, like, that's like me stealing from you. And I'm not putting no money down. Like, I'm not investing. I'm just coming with my talent. Like, yo, what's up? Let's build. And you're mm. going to give me 60? I said, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. Mm. He was, and, and till this day, our partnership is still intact. And there's never been a question about money. Never. I'm ethical. I'm ethical. Mm. All right. And sometimes you got to. And, and that's why I always go back to, man, when when you when you work on yourself and you get to a place where you you, you see the world as abundance, like it's in your favor, you can do anything you want. It's, it's no all of this stuff is a game. Like I look at money and business like I talk about. It's a game. It's just something to do when there's nothing to do. But the real the real work that we're doing on this earth is to end up in heaven. Like, that's what it's about, y'all. Like, I'm, I'm being honest. That's that's what this thing is really about. Business, all of this other stuff, that's just something you do, like, on the side. That's like a little side piece hobby that we do. But when that's your main goal, you do the side piece in a way that's different than everybody else. You treat the business world like, whoa, you turn down... Si yeah, it's not ethical. You didn't build that. You didn't put mm. no money up into that. that don't, that's not how you do business. All right. So I've, I've been inspired by people like Nipsey and Rick Ross. There's one, one uh, clip in particular. And, and we talked about this probably like three years ago. He said, I want what's mine, not more and not less. Right. I want, I want the fair amount of what's, of what's mine. So not to go off chart here, because, you know, I started talking about God in heaven. So it's about to be a different hey, conversation. Hey. But <laughs> we can go there. We can go yeah, there. Yeah, but but that's just me and how I operate. And and because you know what what like a pet peeve of mine, and and they do this because they know we can't do anything about it. I was about to like say freaking curse and stuff, but but the but the no freaking freak um the the tolls, bro. Like oh. here here in New York. Yeah, they've raised the tolls every year for the last 20 years religiously. Oh, yeah. New York, please. Uh, whoever the governor is right now, I don't even know who you are anymore. Can we please get a handle on the toll? But that's my point, right? This is how you get people angry with the service is because the rate of increase, the frequency of increase, it's just too much. And it upsets people. Now, of course, New York got you in a chokehold. If you yes. can't cross a bridge to get in and out of the state or to out of work, you can't do nothing about it. You just, you know, whatever, you pay. But I'm saying for these other services, but believe me, if, if that frequency of increase is happening too much, a lot of people are going to jump. It's like, yeah, no, that don't make sense. Yeah, but that one that one goes, and we, we had a clip, maybe Isaiah, you could play it for the video side, where uh, David Shands was talking about uh, shade room. You know how much it is to post on the shade room? It's like 6000 right now. Is it 6 now? I think it's 6 
Last time I checked, it was four, and it just keeps going up. You know why it keeps going up? You know why? Because people keep paying it. People keep paying it. And it was like, yo, the post on the shade room, don't quote me, I don't know. I've never posted on the shade room. Uh, is rumored to be like $4,000 per post, but it used to be 2000 And the reason why it kept increasing is because people will pay for it. So we look mm. at the subway and the tolls, like the demand is so like, we need this. Yeah. People are going to pay it. They're going to complain. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yo, why are we Furious. raising this? Blah, blah, blah. But they're going to pay it because they need, when you are a need, mm -hmm. you can demand whatever price and increase it at any rate that you want to. You will create some disgruntled people, but you're a need and they're going to, to pay for it. There's people who need the shade room and blogs like that because it gives them extra exposure than doing it by themselves or even doing it through ads. So is if you are doing an inc a crazy increase or the frequency of your pricing is, the increase of your pricing is crazy, then you have to look at it like, am I a need? Mm -hmm. If I'm a need, let's get to it. If I'm not, let, let's do this in a strategic way so I can make sure my cash flow is on point. Yeah. I'm not trying to mess up my cash flow, but. That's well said. I'm just saying. So, uh, raise your prices, people. But we gave like two, three different types of blueprints. You pick, you pick how you do that. And actually comment whether tweet us, hit us up on uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok, however you want to go about it, or if you're watching this on YouTube, hit us up in the comments. What is your way of increasing prices? What and and maybe what was a bad experience that you had from a consumer standpoint of when somebody mm -hmm. increased? Because what we can learn from when we are consumers, not necessarily when we are the providers or the brands or the businesses, we learn from other people's mistakes when we are consumers. So let us know maybe a bad experience of when somebody increased their prices on you.